Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 75 of my little wrestling show where I recap all of the major WWE and AEW shows, give you the recap, the review, let you know what's going on with the storylines and predictions and all that great stuff. And whenever there's a special little pay-per-view or whatever, we're going to do a separate episode and review the pay-per-view, and that's what we're doing right here, right now. It is SummerSlam 2023 in Detroit at Ford Field in front of 59,000 people, goodness gracious, and they start off the show with a Kid Rock hype package, which was okay. I mean, it was, it was whatever. I mean, Kid Rock... Uh, I don't know. He's fine. I like the song, the Badon Bidet, the Diddy Diddy, and stuff like that. That song's fine and everything. Everything else, I can do without it. But the, the package was okay. Kid Rock, uh, love him or hate him, I guess. I don't know. Let's get into the wrestling now. We are starting off the show with Logan Paul going up against Ricochet. So going into this match, I predicted that Logan Paul was going to win this one. So let's go into it. Clean elbow to the chin of Ricochet. How are you doing? Logan plants Ricochet with a neck breaker onto the apron. Ouch. Paul just starts stealing a bunch of random wrestlers' moves. I mean, I can't remember which ones he was doing, but he was just stealing everybody's moves. I don't think he was pulling off, like, Hulk Hogan shit like CM Punk does, but I definitely recall him stealing shit. We got a very nice buckshot lariat to the outside by Logan. Like, holy shit, that was impressive. Like... Even Hangman sometimes can't do a buckshot lariat properly, and Logan just did one to the outside, and he nailed it perfectly. We got a moonsault by Paul, is caught by Ricochet, which is countered into a sickening tornado DDT. Goodness gracious, that was dope. Thumbs up for that. Ricochet goes for the 630 splash, but Logan avoids it. Really hard landing right there for Ricochet. Some random goof puts brass knuckles onto Paul's fingers, blasts Ricochet, pins... And Logan Paul wins at SummerSlam. Goodness gracious. Awesome opening contest. Uh, Yeah, I think this is probably the best choice for the opening match. You got two young spry... Well, I don't know how young they are, but they're definitely fast. And it was a fast-paced match. Paul was dominating at the beginning, which was a little bit surprising. Really fast-paced back-and-forth match with tons of eye-popping, high-flying from both guys. I mean, Ricochet, one of the best. And Logan Paul, man, like, I am still very impressed with what he is able to do in the ring. Ending was pretty lame, I must admit, with the... We didn't even get to see who that person was. Was it KSI? Was it was it Logan Paul's brother? Like, we didn't find that out. So I didn't like that ending, but I still thought the match was great. 8 out of 10. And like I said, I predicted Logan Paul... Oh, nothing against Ricochet, I was just thinking, like, Logan Paul can't lose every single time that he comes here, he's gonna have to win at some point, and compared to all the other people that he's fought so far, Ricochet is probably the lowest tier opponent, in terms of popularity, not skill, so I went with Logan Paul, was right on that one, made me feel good, we go to Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes up next, and they, they're claiming that there are four main events on this show, and that's just super incorrect. There's only one main event, and that is the match that goes on last, okay? So, anyway, they do claim that this is the first of the four main events. Cody immediately gets dumped on his head with the German suplex, and very, very many, 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 many more suplexes to come. 
Cody keeps beating the count. This really upsets Brock Lesnar. He F5s Rhodes through the announce table. Tabor through the announce table. Cody rallies back with one Cody cutter and then a super Cody cutter. We got a near fall right there. Cody barely gets out of a Kimura lock, then locks in one of his own on Brock Lesnar. Lesnar powers out. His shorts are absolutely shredded at this point, but it's okay. He's got undies underneath. Goes for the F5. Cody counters that. He hits not one, not two, but three crossroads for the W. Slow start to this match with Lesnar just destroying Cody Rhodes and Cody just getting back up, showing how resilient he is, as is the the Rhodes fashion. Uh, The pace did pick up in the second half with a good finish. I did like that finish. Cody doing the classic resilient comeback story. He, I mean, he does it really well. I mean, he, I can't, I can't deny that he's not doing it very well. It's just, you know, a little bit predictable, a little bit, bleh, but I still thought it was a pretty good match. Seven at ten. Cody offers Brock his hand. Lesnar shakes his hand. They celebrate together. Hooray! So, is Brock Lesnar a good guy, or maybe he's just in a good mood tonight and he'll be the old Brock Lesnar that he always is. I went into this match predicting Cody Rhodes, uh, basically, you know, 50-50 booking kind of deal. Like, Brock Lesnar, I think, won the last one, so it's Cody's turn. So, it's pretty much as simple as that. We got the SummerSlam Battle Royale coming up next. MVP is here to introduce... Almost. No, no. MVP, you were supposed to bring out the Hurt Business and, and maybe even put a suit on Almost. But no, no, I don't want this. Not only does MVP not come out with the new Hurt Business, brings out almost, almost enters the Battle Royale, and you know who he eliminates first? He eliminates my boy JD McDonough right away, and now I'm just pissed off. Ciampa eliminates Shinsuke, Bronson eliminates Ciampa right after that, so that continues on their ongoing thruple rivalry. Theory taken out by Santos Escobar. Carrion takes out Santos after that. So we got maybe a possible U.S. title option here with Escobar or Carrion. Everybody teams up on Almost to take out the Giant. Thank God. I don't know. Like, every time they do a Battle Royale, they're always like, Oh, the big guy's gonna... He's got the big advantage. I don't think a big guy has ever won a Battle Royale. This always happens. They get teamed up on and they lose. Miz and Grayson Waller team up here for a moment and... Dude, that would make the most awesome piece of shit tag team of all time. They even look the same. Like, they look very similar. I think it would be amazing. Team those two up immediately. We get to the final four. It is LA Knight. Yeah. Bronson Reed, AJ Styles, and Sheamus. Hell of a final four. Carrion grabs onto AJ Styles, allowing Sheamus to kick his head off for the elimination. We are down now to LA Knight. Yeah. And Sheamus. Knight jumps to the top rope successfully this time. Thank you. Suplexes Sheamus. Clothesline over the top. And LA Knight wins the Battle Royale. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Really fun Battle Royale right here. Wish it was more clear what was up for grabs. They never really said that. They're like, maybe an upcoming title shot. They never said what title. They never guaranteed a title shot. This wasn't a number one contenders match as far as I can tell. So... That was a little bit annoying, but does Knight get a title shot or, like, a lifetime supply of Slim Jims? Because this match was sponsored by Slim Jims, so I don't know. I think LA Knight would take the title shot right now, but, uh, you know, Slim Jims ain't bad. Actually, they're pretty awful. All right, good touch. 
I mean, a good job touching on numerous storylines in this. They, I really want them to team up Miz and Grayson Waller. That is that that's has to happen. Come on now, teasing the U.S. storyline a little bit. I kind of, I wouldn't hate uh, Escobar getting in there. That would be pretty fun. I really like this one. And uh, I predicted LA Knight was going to win. Only that's only because I'm I'm all about LA Knight right now. It wasn't. I just. I, I, yeah. I was. There was nobody else in this match I was cheering for more than LA Knight. Seven and a half out of ten. This was a really fun battle royale. Now we move on to the MMA rules match: Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. So normally, when the WWE does this kind of stuff, when they try to be. MMA, they try to be UFC, usually goes really, really badly, I mean, think of uh, the uh, Brawl for All, that was awful, Um, but I mean, this has the potential to be good, because Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, they're both actual MMA trained people, Ronda Rousey obviously had a very successful run in the UFC, I think Shayna Baszler was there as well, I probably wasn't watching it very much at that time, but anyway, let's get into this, let's see how they do. So Rousey gets rocked with a head kick. Where have I heard that before? I popped huge for that head kick spot. I mean, Holly Holmes knocking out Ronda Rousey with the head kick. I love that they touched on that. And, and like, they, she did kick her in the head. Like, she got her. It wasn't the hardest kick in the head, but she definitely kicked her in the head. Rousey comes back with a step-up knee clean to Shayna's face. Like, wham, knee right to the face. Holy shit. Ronda puts Shayna into an arm bar. The doctors need to come in to check on Shayna to see if she's okay. Rousey beats all the doctors up and Shayna. Both women are countering submission attempts. Shayna gets the Karafuda clutch. Rousey passes out and Shayna Baszler picks up the Dabia right here. Always, like I said, it's always a little bit goofy when the WWE tries to go MMA, but this was one of the better attempts at it, I thought. Two legit MMA trained women in here, that definitely helps, but they were throwing some shots in there for sure. Like, knee to the face, a kick right to the head, probably some elbows and little shots like that getting into the face, but I didn't hate this. I thought this was pretty good. I enjoyed this. Six and a half, out of ten. I went into this one predicting Shayna Baszler would win, uh, basically because I feel like they're pushing Shayna right now. She's the one that, you know, attacked Ronda Rousey, and I think Shayna needs a boost. But honestly, Rousey isn't uh, the most popular over person in the company anymore. She is just, her stock has plummeted so far down since she first arrived. But I like this. This was one of her better performances. We move on to the Intercontinental Championship match. Gunther defending against Drew McIntyre. He has Imperium out there with him. McIntyre dropped with a heavy chop from the champion. Just one of very many to come in this match. Drew hits a huge dive over the ropes onto Gunther, and he lands on his feet. Like, oh my goodness, dude. A man that big. Drew McIntyre's like 6'6", 280 pounds. Like, oh my god. I can barely, I can't do that. I can't, I can barely do anything. Get the hell out of here. Thumbs up for that. Some sort of bug lands on Gunther's face. He no-sells that. He's just like, doesn't even give a shit about the bug, but I gave a shit about it. I rewound that like four times. I'm like, what just hit him in the face? It was a bug. Amidst a chop war, Drew hits a Claymore out of nowhere. Gunther kicks out of that. Drew is very surprised Pikachu at that. Drew gets crotched on the ropes, splash, lariat, and a powerbomb. Gunther puts Drew away and retains the Intercontinental Championship. Goodness, man. 
Just about everything I thought this match was going to be, just a hard-hitting war, red chests all around, some nice near falls in there. And Imperium didn't spoil anything. I don't think they even got involved, which is spectacular. Just let the two guys go at it. They don't need Imperium's assistance. And this was fantastic. I loved it. So hard-hitting, like Drew getting dropped by the chops. And oh, man, this was awesome. Lived up to the hype for me. 8 out of 10. I predicted Gunther on this one only. I would have picked Drew, but they're they're saying like... um, uh, Gunther is only about like 30 some odd days away from break from breaking the honky tonk man's intercontinental championship reign like the longest one of all time I was like we got to move on from the honky tonk man dude like we got to get past that guy being the longest reigning intercontinental champion and let's make it Gunther so sat, that's the only reason why I picked Gunther otherwise I would have I would have been going for Drew in this one but I like them both now we got the World Heavyweight Championship match, Seth Rollins defending against Finn Balor. Seth wearing the vest that he wore seven years ago in the match against Finn Balor at SummerSlam. That is, that's a very nice touch. Thumbs up for that. Finn has the word seven tattooed onto his shoulder. It's definitely not tattooed because it fades away in a few minutes after all the sweat. But yeah, that, that whatever. It was stupid. Whatever. Finn has his lip busted open. Hit Seth with a buckle bomb into the barricade. Oh my god, I just fucking hate that move. It's so dangerous. Seth hits a pedigreed on Finn Balor. We got a near fall right there. Priest walks out with his money in the bank briefcase, distracting Finn Balor. Or Seth Balor. No, Seth Seth Rollins. Jesus. Balor hits a pedigreed on Seth after a cheap shot from Priest. Seth barely kicks out of that. The rest of the Judgment Day arrive to distract the referee. Finn and Priest argue over the briefcase. Seth hits a stomp, but Balor kicks out of that. Holy shit. Balor, another coup de gras. Rollins kicks out of that. Just kicking out of everything. Damien slides the briefcase, briefcase into the ring, only for Seth to stomp Balor onto the briefcase, retains the World Heavyweight Championship. Boom, bitches. That scratched my seven-year itch. Hell of a match right here. Crazy near falls. I I thought Finn Balor had it there a couple times. I'm not going to lie. I thought he won top-notch wrestling from Finn and Seth. I mean, the chemistry between these two is is just fantastic. Love the little details from seven years ago. The buckle bomb, the outfits, and all that stuff. And I love Damien's involvement in this match. Or I, I guess I liked it. Love is, love is a strong word. I liked Damien's involvement. Dom and Rhea... That was a little bit much. They didn't really provide anything all that much. And now we got Priest and Finn. They're going to have a long talk about it. So that's been going on for a couple weeks here. Finn has kind of screwed Damien out of a couple of opportunities that he could have cashed in on. But honestly, I'm I'm siding with Finn Balor. I think both times that, that Damien wanted to try and cash in, it's not the right time. I think Finn's doing the right thing. And this was a great match. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Came into this one predicting Seth Rollins only because I felt like if they took, I think it was too, it'd be way too early to take the title off of Seth Rollins right here. So, but I I wouldn't have hated Finn Balor winning it, man. He's been fantastic over like the last year or so, but Seth Rollins is like the, the, the spine of this company. Like without him, they fall apart. We got a triple threat women's championship match up next. Asuka defending against Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. Flair with a minor wardrobe malfunction. She needs the referee to help her out with that while Asuka and Belair are just sitting in the corner patiently waiting for her to do her spot. Made me giggle. 
We got a double natural selection by Flair. Bianca hits a really cool neckbreaker DDT combo. Goes for the new for the moonsault, but four knees are waiting for her because she tried to hit it on on both Oscar and Flair. All the knees are waiting for her. Flair moonsaults to the outside on Bianca. Doesn't get all of it. Oscar off of the t- off the off the top DDT onto Flair. She doesn't get all of that. So ooh, just a little bit of an ugly uh, little section right here. Bianca hits a nice powerbomb on Flair. Asuka pops up, grabs Bianca in a choke. Flair stacks them up, both for a near fall right there. That I just love that spot. It was just fucking 15 seconds of carnage, near falls. Awesome. Bianca tossed to the outside. She injures her knee. Medical tries to take her out of the match. Flair has a figure eight locked in on Asuka. Bianca says, fuck that shit. She runs back, nails a perfect... 450 splash on Flair, near fall right there. Thumbs up for that. That was gorgeous. Flair locks in another figure eight on Belair. Asuka shoots the poison mist into Charlotte's face, misses the head kick on Belair. Bianca rolls up Asuka, pins, and we got a new women's champion. It is Bianca Belair. Woo! Hell. A little bit shaky in in a little in that little spot there in the middle, but overall, this was a very enjoyable match. Lots of drama between Belair and Flair. Most of the big spots they hit were good. A couple of them didn't hit like perfectly, but they still were cool. And they were hitting some good double team moves in there, like Bianca hitting a DDT neckbreaker combo on both. There was a lot of two on one offense. I like that. Eight out of ten. This match was great. Would have been better if it was just a little bit cleaned up, but I like this. And shockingly, I predicted that Charlotte Flair was going to win this match. I just, I felt it. I just felt that, you know, Charlotte's going to get whatever she wants. She's, you know, it it appears that she's gotten the rust off of her. So I was like, fuck, they're probably just going to throw the title on her. So happy that that Bianca gets it. She's been amazing over the last couple months right here. EO Sky's music hits. Oh, no. And she is running to the ring as an exhausted and injured Belair celebrates her new championship. Bailey takes out Asuka and Flair. EO hits Bianca's injured knee with the briefcase. Cashes in the Money in the Bank contract. Nails a moonsault. Pins. And new women's champion. It is EO Sky successfully cashing in Money in the Bank. So sorry, Bianca. I am so sorry. That sucks ass, but yay. I love EO Sky, man. She is awesome. And that was an awesome cash-in moment for EO for the show. And I honestly feel a little bit silly that I did not see that coming. I didn't I didn't predict any cash-ins at SummerSlam. I thought, I don't know. I just didn't I didn't even think about it, honestly. So EO, the new champion, it's going to be very interesting. I, I imagine she's going to continue on with Bailey and Dakota Kai came out to celebrate as well. So it looks like Damage Control is back. I'm good with Damage Control staying together. You keep EO as the champion. Then she kind of has a mouthpiece because she, you know, she can't talk that well. But she's an incredible wrestler. She's, goddamn, she's good. I am very, very happy for EO Sky. Can't wait to see how her championship run goes. And now we go to the only main event of the show. It is the tribal combat match, which means no disqualifications, basically. Undisputed championship, Roman Reigns with the bloodline defending against Jay Uso. So Jay makes the crowd happy. Pulling out a table, Roman upsets them, not allowing Jay to put him through said table. Aw, that, that, boo, boo. 
Roman blasts the diving Jay in the head with a kendo stick, then goes to town with that kendo stick on his back. Jay gets his turn with the kendo stick now. Roman hits a Superman punch on a mid-air Uso. That's pretty cool. Heyman pleading with Jay Uso to please stop and that he loves him so damn much as Uso tosses in a pile of chairs only to get powerbombed onto them by Roman Reigns. Ouch. Jay powers Jay powers up Roman for a Samoan drop through the table. And when I say power up, man, he really did. Like, he pulled him over the ropes. I mean, that that takes a lot of strength right there. Even though Roman helped him out getting up there, it was that was just fucking impressive. Thumbs up. Jay grabs a strap and he cracks Roman with it. Oh my god, dude. It was so loud. He smacked him with that thing. It looked like someone attached like a little piece of metal or something because it ripped open arm, uh, Roman's arm there. He's bleeding. But holy shit, man. He fucking cracked him with that thing. Awesome. Thumbs up. Roman doesn't want any more of that strap. I don't blame him. He runs out into the crowd where Solo Sokoa is waiting to ambush Jay Uso, putting him through a table. Goodness gracious. Solo drags Jay back to the ring. Roman wants a spear-spike combo, but Jay moves. Solo gets blasted with Roman's spear. Whoopsie-daisy. Jay hits a spear of his own on Roman. We got a near fall right there. Solo yells at Roman. Jay comes flying in, spearing Reigns through the barricade. Splashes Solo through the announce table. Another spear on Roman. Splash, pins, and no. You're kidding me. He kicks out. Someone pulls Jay out of the ring. It's Jimmy Uso. No. Jimmy super kicks a stunned Jay Uso. Roman spears through a table to retain the championship. No. The reign continues at the bloodline drama. It just doesn't end with yet another swerve. Jimmy back in the fold with Roman. What? What? Great marathon match. I mean, Jesus. Hell of a way to uh, end the show, that is for sure. Jay Uso, just a fantastic emotional performance. Just left it all in the ring. Roman, you know, he put on the old reliable work boots for the big SummerSlam. You know, he was, I don't think it was like his greatest performance. I don't think he like stepped it up to another level, but it was a reliable, very, very solid performance out of him. Moveset and formula, I would say, with the Roman Reigns stuff is old. Like, I, I'm so tired of spears and fucking Superman punches. I just don't like it. But, goddamn, that storyline, bro. Like, Jimmy coming in, Solo didn't didn't do anything. He didn't go after Roman or anything, so he's still in the fold. Goddamn, I mean, the storyline is... It's, a very, it's quite possibly the longest storyline I've ever been involved in. Like, holy shit, this has been going on for... Well over a year now, I would say, and it we're just kind of got in, we're just kind of resetting it, I guess, now that Jimmy, so what the fuck is going to happen? Is Jay all by himself? Is he going to hook back up with Kevin and Sami Zayn? Are we going to try that again? Are, are we finally going to get Solo? Is Solo going to come over and help out Jay? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little annoyed that Jay just, you know, went back in. There's, they're going to have to come up with a really good reason for that because it really just doesn't make any sense after all of the stuff they said about Roman being a tyrant and, and doing all this stuff. It really kind of just makes all of that pointless, but we'll see what they have to say about it on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown whenever they address this, but uh, it's going to be really interesting. 
And I have to ask the question, have there been too many flips now with the Usos? Like, Jay is in, he's out, and then Jimmy's in, he's out. Is it too much now? Is it starting to get annoying? Are they are they just, you know, are they just continuing this on for longer than it needs to go, I'm wondering. I did come into this match predicting that Roman Reigns was going to win. I just... I wasn't, I just, I don't think, I just didn't think it was there. I thought, I feel like Roman was just going to keep winning, and uh, that's exactly what happened. So, love to hear what you, how you guys did on predictions. I did pretty good. I think the only one I got wrong was Charlotte Flair, by the looks of it here. Yeah, yeah, so I did pretty damn good, y'all. Pretty damn good. And let's talk about the ending of the show. So, WWE, man, I think they, they stepped up to the plate big time for the SummerSlam. Awesome show, man. I think from front to back, I really enjoyed myself. I thought this was awesome. Good crowd. Not a great crowd. You know, the, with 59,000 people there, I was expecting some louder pops and maybe some some more crowd interaction. It was still a good crowd. They weren't, like, fucking silent or anything. I just thought it'd be a little bit louder. EO's cash-in was fucking awesome. But I do feel absolutely awful for Belair, though. But that's how it always goes with cash-ins, man. Someone's going to get fucked over. That Battle Royale, that fit surprisingly good in the show. I thought that was a great, kind of a entertaining, fun, let-me-up match, kind of. It just kind of, it was good. It just added a nice variety to the show, I felt. Um, very strong wrestling. Low-end, I think Ronda Rousey-Shayna Baszler match was probably the my least favorite, but I still thought it was pretty damn solid. I didn't hate it. And, oh man, it's tough between my favorite. Uh, there's a lot of them that are like 8 out of 10s, so... Oh shit, I don't even know. I, I think I scored all these. Yeah, I was scoring them. 8 out of 10 for the for the final match as well. Yeah, so a lot of these matches were like 8 out of 10s. I there's just something about the the triple threat match that I, I liked it. Even though it was a little bit sloppy at spots, I just think I don't know. I just liked that one the most. It was the most surprising. And then you get the cash in after that. So yeah, that was probably my favorite moment of the whole entire show. I thought this was a great show, man. Like I was very impressed. It's a long show. It's like four plus hours, but kind of flew by. I had a great time with it. Going to give it an eight out of 10. And I would love to hear how you guys enjoyed the show. What'd you think of the money in the bank cash in? What was your favorite match? And what match did you think just wasn't there wasn't it what match didn't hit for you i thought they did a really good job man i'm pleasantly surprised usually i don't know for for quite a while now wwe's pay-per-views have been only a minor you know upgrade over what they put on their weekly programming you know you'll get a title match but i don't know it's just hasn't been the best but this SummerSlam. Good shit. Good shit right there. I would recommend if you didn't check out SummerSlam. Give it a watch. It was really good, man. I, I I won't lie. I think it was a really good show. I enjoyed it, and I can't wait for next year's SummerSlam, which is going to be banana, even though I don't know what's going to happen on it. But it's SummerSlam. One of the big four. It's always going to be a good time. So that is going to be it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. Heavy week for me this week. We got the pay-per-views. I got a buddy down from uh, Calgary visiting me. And another buddy coming in on this weekend, so I'm really busy trying to get everything up. we got the NHL uh, GamerCast episode up right now where I'm going through all of uh, just my history of playing NHL video games. A lot of fun going down memory lane and just going through all the... Oh my God, I played so much NHL growing up, man. So it's going to be a fun episode. Go over there and give that a listen if you would like. I am getting awfully close to the ending of Legend of Zelda, so I'm hoping and banking that I'm going to be able to have the final Legend of Zelda review up 
next week for the for the gamer cast that should be as long as i don't know i i keep thinking that i'm i'm like all right it should be final quest and that just keeps going so i'm like okay well it'll be done when it's done so that'll be wicked gonna have to do a hockey cast this week got the eric carlson trade and all that crazy stuff so there's a lot of news and stuff to catch up on so i'll be getting that out sometime this week it might not be until friday or something like that but there will be a hockey cast this week wrestlecast everything so should be back to normal this week and get all caught up and all that great stuff and as always this all these episodes they get uploaded to the youtube channel you can watch them over there it's a great place to leave comments for the podcast if you have questions related to wrestling video games or hockey send in your questions i'd love to answer them live on the podcast get the community involved with this with this little little weed that i'm growing here of a podcast so that would be much appreciated and all that great stuff and also if you would leave a little review for me on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this on. Just drop a whatever, how many stars you think I deserve. Let me know. I would love to just get some feedback and know that what I'm doing is, is you know, enjoyable for people. So that would be great and much, muchly appreciated. There's also a Twitter page you can go over there and follow or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it. All the links are down there below. There's an email address if you want to send in an email, uh, private conversation or anything like that. Don't have to read your comments and stuff on the podcast. That's completely fine. So that's it, everybody. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed SummerSlam. I hope you enjoyed my soothing, soothing voice. And we will be back again soon with some more GX Plus Cased. <laughs>